This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started yesterday. And we're basing everything on one verse in the Bible. And that verse is John 8, verse 29, when Jesus declared, I do always those things that please him. Him, of course, is our Father in heaven. And I, I, I kind of assumed yesterday, Junie, when, I introduced, when we introduced this, that I wonder what people's reaction is when they read Jesus saying, I do always those things that please him. It's probably along the line, well, that's Jesus, but what does that have to do with me? And what we're saying this week is that verse has everything to do with you and me because we have been created in the image of God. And I want to link this up with Second Peter chapter 1, verses 2 and 4, and it's worth reading again as we did yesterday. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them we may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desires. We need to take this into our spirits, that through the knowledge of God, and the promises of God, he has granted to you and me his precious and great promises. Why? So that through them we may become partakers of the divine nature of God. Junie, that's such an incredible scripture that we can become partakers of the nature of God. And that shows why Jesus said you must be born again. It's really true. We must. In other words, this doesn't make sense if you're not born again. And if you're not born again, I pray that this would stir you up to really come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. And to do that is to simply cry out to God, asking him to forgive you for your sins and giving your heart to him and asking him to come into your life and be your Lord, your Master, your Savior, and ask Him 
every day to lead you and guide you in his life because the spirit of truth will come into your heart. You'll know it. And your life will change in that you will have a knowledge of him because he is in you to give you that knowledge. Amen. We read from Psalm 149, verse 4, which says the Lord takes pleasure in his people. And we really see it confirmed because in, um, in the Gospels, uh, at the time of Jesus' baptism, the Spirit of God descended upon him as a dove, and a voice from heaven came out saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And our prayer for Judy and me, as well as all of our listeners, is that we would live a life so that we would hear those same words. This is my, this is my son. This is my beloved son or beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. We also read from 2 Corinthians 5, verses 8 and 9. Paul writing, wrote this, We are of good courage, I say, and prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be with him at home. Therefore, also we have as our ambition whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. Powerful verse. Then we also read from first, I'm sorry, Colossians 1, the second part of verse 9 and verse 10. Paul prayed for the, for the Colossians to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Why? to please him in all respects. And we'll see during the course of this week that the Lord equips us to live a life that always does those things that please him. The definition of the word um, pleasing in Hebrew means to have a strong positive attraction for something or someone that brings forth involvement. In other words, we can't just talk about it. We need to be involved with pleasing God. It's also translated in many versions to desire, to delight in, to find pleasure in. And the word acceptable very often is, is the same word for pleasing. All right, now we want to look at biblical ways to please the Lord. And uh, we just pray that really this seeps into your spirit, okay? The number one way, I'm not saying the most important way, but one of the important ways to please God is to be obedient. I want to read 1 John chapter 3, verses 21 and 22. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his spirit. Now, I know we all like the part of that verse that says, Whatever we ask, we receive from him. But there are conditions. There are conditions. Number one, our heart does not condemn us. And if we have confidence and full trust in the Lord, then also he, we will get what we, we, we will receive what he gives us because number one, we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. It requires obedience to have a proper prayer life with the Lord. And if we take it to a very natural level, Shelley, to understand the spiritual significance, as a child, if we do something 
that our mother and father told us not to do, we don't have a clear conscience. Our conscience does condemn us because we're hiding something from our mother and father. But if we uh, ask our parents to forgive us because we did something wrong, a parent would be so quick in um, forgiving the child, but also it would be so pleasing to the parent to see that the child understood what a serious thing it was to not be obedient, not to listen, and also how wrong it would be to hide it. And so, Shelley, could you read that scripture again? Because spiritually, I think we need to see what the Lord is telling us about a clear conscience. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. Wow. May we come into that realm, Jimmy, all of us, yes. every one of our listeners. Yes. All right. Another biblical way to please the Lord is by doing God's will. I want to read uh, uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable. That's the word that means pleasing. Acceptable to God, pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, which we're going to talk about later on as well. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and pleasing or acceptable and perfect. Again, how this is such a vital, vital, and I think we all know it, but do we live it? A vital part of being one with God, doing his will. And you know, Junie, and just thinking about it, how often have we sang or prayed the Lord's Prayer? And what are the words, some of the words in that? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. David, in Psalm 40, verse 8, writes, I delight to do thy will. Paul was preaching in a synagogue at Antioch and declared that God raised up David to be a king, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. And you know what? We wonder what a man after the heart of God is. Well, here we get the answer. Who will do all my will? And we need to ask ourselves, Juni, is that our heart? If it is, we're pleasing to God. And to know, Shelley, that David committed murder, committed adultery, but when he was confronted by Nathan, he repented and he cried out to God to judge him. And the Lord did. And it was very costly to David. And it was also costly to Israel because he was the king of Israel. But God redeemed and God forgave and showed 
that David had a heart after him because he didn't cover his sin. Yes, yes, Lord. So that's a, that's a word for all of us because we could make things right with God. And, of course, a real benefit is uh, whatever we ask, we'll receive that by obeying and by doing God's will. Now, I'd like to start, uh, well, we're getting close to the end, but I want to introduce you to the next way we can be pleasing to the Lord, and that is praying aright, knowing how to pray and asking God for right things. Otherwise, Juni, we're wasting our time by praying our own thoughts, our own ways, or, of course, our own desires. The Word of God says, let your requests be made known you know, with thanksgiving and prayer and supplication, and our hearts and minds will be at peace. But we see something very significant, and I encourage you to read First Kings chapter 3, and we're going to discuss it tomorrow at length, because that really shows the heart, uh, how our hearts have to be in our prayer, and our prayers need to be those things that will please the Lord. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank Lord. you for this incredible possibility of partaking in your nature and we're going to learn how to please you and to be participants in the nature of God which will be a delight to your heart and what more valuable thing is there to delight your heart we pray this in Jesus name Amen Thank you for joining us this evening If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.